Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Monday, January 13th. S&P futures are trading up about 13 basis points. So that's essentially recouping, um, a little bit more than recouping the post-jobs losses from Friday. Europe is up about um, 15 basis points and Asia rallied essentially across the board with the exception of Australia, which was down small and Japan was closed. So um, nothing really uh, you know, earth shattering, I would say to acknowledge in terms of news. I think a lot of this is just kind of a, um, you know, further anticipatory rally ahead of a lot of the same catalysts that people have been looking at now or are anticipating for weeks. So, um, nothing on the calendar today and in the U S very, very light calendar, but, you know, starting overnight, we have China exports out overnight for Tuesday morning. And then obviously banks, um, bank earnings season starts tomorrow morning as well. So I would say for today, um, you know, the Taiwanese election over the weekend, um, you know, the president was expected to win. I think the margin of victory was a little bit larger than anticipated. Um, not, it doesn't seem to be really kind of impacting the narrative all that much. China was emphatic in reiterating its prior stance towards Taiwan. There are some articles talking about how China um, could respond in a variety of ways in terms of ratcheting higher some military pressures as far as, um, you know, flying planes or, or um, sending ships around Taiwan. Um, potentially trying to pick off um, a few more of Taiwan's diplomatic partners, et cetera, but doesn't seem to really influence, doesn't seem to be impacting sentiment all that much. Um, I would say that the narrative around this upcoming phase one signing ceremony, which is this Wednesday, the 15th at the White House, is shifting a tiny bit. Um, you know, I think most people assumed it would be um, relatively neutral, but there were a couple of uh, headlines out over the weekend. So Mnuchin was on Fox giving an interview and he implied that the agreement would be very specific and that it would be released to the public. So we are going to actually get a physical document to examine. Um, again, still unclear what will actually be within that document um, in terms of specific commitments by China and schedules and purchase amounts, et cetera. Or is it just relatively vague um, talking about how China will um, attempt to achieve a certain level of purchases over an unspecified period of time? So you know, I, I'm still of the view that it's going to be kind of a vague and brief document. Um, one other thing. So there were um, back under the George W. Bush regime, um, Hank Paulson, who was a Treasury Secretary at the time, started this kind of uh, semi-annual China-U.S. Um, negotiation process where there would just be semi-annual talks between the two sides on a variety of issues, not just economic ones. Um, so that 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 took place under George W. Bush. It continued under Obama. One of Trump's first actions when he came into office was to abandon that whole process. Um, but this Wednesday, it looks like they're going to revive that process. So there will be now on a regular basis, pr uh, presumably on a regular basis, there will be kind of this semi-annual um, discussion process with China. So I think that's certainly positive, um, just as far as the optics that the U.S. and China now will have kind of um, a permanent um, channel in place that they will be talking about a variety of issues. I don't. I don't really think it's um, uh, all that impactful. And like I said, this had been in place for you know the prior two presidents, so it's not really that uh, unprecedented. Um, so that's in terms of news today. That's really kind of it. There were some eco data was relatively minimal, other than out of the UK there were some bad UK numbers so that's weighing on the pound. Um, a couple of micro items to note, including a, a relatively large merger in aerospace components. So WWD ticker is buying HXL ticker. Um, so those are two Boeing suppliers um, that are combining in a merger. That's relatively interesting to see just given um, all of the uh, headlines and news and pressure that you've been seeing 
out on the Boeing front. And actually, in that same interview I mentioned before with Mnuchin, he also said that um, the whole Boeing so the whole Boeing Max production freeze could take as much as uh, 50 basis points off U.S. GDP growth um, in 2020, um, which is certainly, I think, a little bit larger than most people assume. Um, and most people are assuming that the FAA will certify that plane in calendar Q1. That's kind of the rough assumption. And then, um, you know, presumably Boeing would resume production soon thereafter, although probably not immediately at the rate that they were going before. Um, so that is essentially it for today. Um, I will say on the on the political front, you know, you have seen kind of an evolution in the Democratic race again, whereby Biden is still the national poll leader, but um, Sanders has surged, essentially taking away a lot of support that Warren um, had captured late last year. So, um, you know, you're seeing Sanders and Warren reversed. Uh, there was a big, not a big poll. There was a there was a high profile poll out on Iowa this Friday evening that had Sanders in the lead now. Um, but all the all the big four are kind of all closely bunched together. So Sanders, Warren, Biden, and and Buttigieg. Um, so people are kind of not necessarily getting nervous, but just wondering if you were to see Sanders win strong in the, in the initial states, and then you kind of get to Super Tuesday. Um, can Biden sustain his national poll lead if he's if he if he fares very poorly in the initial states? Um, and I certainly think that should he perform very poorly in Iowa, New Hampshire, et cetera, that will bleed his national poll numbers lower. So, you know, people are getting nervous that you could see Sanders emerge um, as a Democratic candidate, which I would say just a couple of weeks ago, that was not the, the assumption at all. Um, so that is definitely something to watch. There is um, a Democratic debate this week that people will be watching closely. Um, so that is essentially it for today. Like I said, there's nothing on the calendar in the U S other than, you know, you do have some, uh, high profile conferences, including the JP Morgan healthcare conference and the ICR retail conference. Um, but starting tomorrow you have, like I said before, China eco data bank earnings, then you have the big signing ceremony on Wednesday. Um, and then this Friday morning, you have a lot more China data, including their Q4 GDP. So that is it for the podcast. Thank you everyone for listening.